0: this is rock is a hard place and this is spence and it's our podcast where we focus on independent and upcoming bands and all of the things that they do to make it in the world of music and joining us this time around is speed from silver tongue hey spence man thank you so much for having me great to talk with you again i had the pleasure of meeting you guys just a few months ago and i was impressed with kind of how you're doing things so we'll get to that more in just a second but maybe if you could give us a little back history about Silvertongue I know you're based in in Baltimore and maybe give us a, a history of who's in the band now
1: uh, yes in Baltimore Maryland um on lead guitar we have Cody Red, um who is one of the uh Cody's been with us probably for about four years now um and then there's Daniel on drums who has been with me probably for about six years now and then we have Sam Sauer, who is kind of fresh to the band. He's only been here for about a year. And actually, I believe yesterday was his anniversary for one year.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Very cool. Yeah, he's a good guy and a young kid. Is he the youngest guy in the band? Um, he is. He is. Well, you got to keep your eye on him. <laughs> uh, Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so how did this group kind of all get put together it was that kind of spearheaded by you then or how'd that come about
1: um it was um i i started i started silver tongue out and then i i i had four other members with me prior to this and it just was the recording wasn't going the way i wanted the direction wasn't going so i kind of just shelved it thinking you know maybe this isn't right for me so i started doing a lot of fill-ins with friends bands and I started writing a lot more um, so then like almost three years later um, I decided you know what I, I need to go after my dream and I, I, what I want to do and the sound that I'm looking for and then one by one I ended up getting the guys that, that uh, had the same dream that I did the same idea for sound and uh, the direction you know this was, this was something we wanted to make you know our career um, and it's. It's been a good journey so far. It's been an up and down roller coaster, but it's been a really good journey. A lot of learning experiences. Um, we've had a lot of great, a lot of great ups. Um, not so many downs, so that's good. <laughs> what,
0: I, what I was impressed with, Speed, was how focused you guys are on, on your mission, what, uh, what your vision is, and that really came through when I met with you a few months ago.
1: Yeah, we're, um, you know, we, we don't take, we don't take the whole, I guess some people call it rock star lifestyle. We don't take that too, too serious because the reality to it is, is you not only have to be just a musician, you have to be a business person. You know, when you're out there and the funds aren't all that great, you're pretty much your tour manager, your stage hand, your bus driver. <laughs> you know, it's, you kind of have to control everything. Um, and that kind of keeps us focused you know without getting lost in the world of what some people call a rock star um, we don 't really believe in that it 's you know that 's kind of a I guess for us you know growing up in the nineties i was, that was always a myth <laughs> rock star I mean rock stars are guys like guys like Aerosmith and iron Maiden and yeah. and you know zeppelin and the beatles that's that to us is rock stars
0: what I liked. Speed was uh, you guys have some pretty hard and fast rules and I, I think that's important and maybe a lot of bands don't have that because there's if you're out on the road I know there's lots of temptations there's there's mm-hmm. booze and then there's women and there's all kinds of things Now I like the fact that you guys have set forth some rules for everybody in the band to follow
1: oh yeah yeah I mean like you know for, for us there's no drinking before a show very little drinking after the show um, and that depends on who's driving uh you know we make sure that you know that those rules are set in stone so where nothing can get out of hand and we're all we all have each other's backs so and sometimes you got to get lost in the fun but then you walk up to your brother and you go hey man we got to get ready to go you know it's it's getting late so it's great hanging out with, with with new fans old fans just you know just to be there you know within the moment with them but at the same time you have to think about tomorrow the next show you know i want to be 120% as The same that I was the night before, and all of us feel the same way. So, in order to do that, you kind of have to be restricted to your time frames, and and you know get the proper rest, eat properly. You know, none of us do drugs. We hardly ever drink. You know, so it's it's a pretty strict regimen. How
0: do you guys figure out tour schedules with uh, I know you have a you know personal relationships there's girlfriends and all of that things are going on all of those things going on in your life how do you figure all that out and how long do you go out on tour and when you get back home do you do you plan those out well in advance
1: oh as far out in advance as we can um, being being a new band and I, and I call it, call us a new band um, only because you know we haven't been that great breakout yet so you know we're still making you know, laying a lot of ground and and, and making new friends. But yeah, we, we try to schedule out as far out as possible. And like, there's always that certain time of the day where, you know, like, like someone may want to call home and talk to mom and dad or a girlfriend or, you know, something in in that aspect. We always have that downtime with each other to where we separate, we all kind of go do our own little things, speak to whoever we need to. Then we get back and we start game planning again. Um, The downtime is is crucial, I think, you know, just to keep home secured and, you know, to keep your your feet on the ground. Just so that, you know, you don't get lost in this world of being a musician. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's so easy to, but it's, you know, For us, we know that it's a healthier lifestyle to do it this way. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we're this most boring band out here that we don't like to party. We love to party, but there's a time and a place for it, you know, and to to be as great as you can be every single night, you have to be strict with what you're doing.
0: When you're out uh, on tour and you're connecting with people, you're building those those fan bases – do you keep track of okay this show went really well in this city and then go let's go let's come back here in 6 months we did well there we drew well we made some money at that show and then maybe you come back to a place like that once or twice a year how does that go for you guys
1: Um yeah we we calculate pretty much everything you know we keep track of all of our like merch sales that tells you a lot um people in the clubs um they can vary but when you get merch sales, that means someone took the extra step to reach out to the band, to support the band. And some people may not have the money, but at least they go onto your email list and they put their email because they're that interested. Those are kind of little things that we gauge on, not, not okay, well, this club had, you know, 100 people in it um, six months ago. Um, because that could have been contributed to a really good night for the club. It could have been another band that was on the bill. You kind of have to narrow it down. For us, we do. We narrow it down to that, you know, that email list and what is our, you know, what was our purchase sales off the merch table. That way you, you kind of gear up on who was really, truly interested in Silvertop. Then you can start to gauge things a little bit easier and, and realize where the hard work has to be put in and, 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 you know, how do you, how do you, how do you gauge of just off of your merch and, and your email list? If you look, if you like separate it for each show and you have a list of, of, of say, I don't know, just say 20 people on your email list. Well, they didn't have to do that. They only did it because they were interested in the band. So that's kind of where we gauge a lot of the fan uh, base from.
0: So you're the lead singer and the, uh, I guess, business major for, <laughs>
1: for these guys. Because
0: <laughs> that was well oh. thought. That was well thought out. Speed. I, yeah, I like everything you just said there. That's very smart.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, to me, it's just you know, it's reality. Um, we've been on a lot of bills where there's like four or five thousand people, <laughs> but our first time ever, they're not there to see us. <laughs> this is the reality of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that happens, right? Until you you build those bigger fan bases, no question. We're talking with Speed, lead singer from Silver Tongue. They released a terrific new album. I think it was in February. But at yes. what but at what cost? Yeah, great stuff. Tell me about the release of that. And I, I do want to know more about the, the first single off of that, Done My Best. But tell me about the album that came out in February.
1: Um yeah, the album is, is titled But It What Cost. Um, it was it was actually a new way for us to actually record when we started off this album, which honestly started with the riff from done My best that kind of drove the album into the degree of where it went to um, we wanted to challenge ourselves a little bit more. Um, we seem to do this it's kind of like our thing we kind of challenge each other a little bit more every album just you know just to see if we can you know we, we don't want to be limited to just being able to do you know, we want to be able to do A, B, C, D all the way down to Z, you know? But, um, so we challenged ourselves this time and we went in, instead of having full songs set up and ready to go and walking in and just having a producer hit record, we actually got together with our producer, Stephen Wright, uh, from Rightway Studios. Amazing, amazing guy. And, and I, I tell you, I can give some advice to some younger bands. If you find a producer that's into you and can help guide you through some of your your recording journeys, do it. Because that's what helped us out on this recording this time around is we had Steven come out to like pre-rehearsals to hear the songs that we were, we were thinking about putting on there. And we kind of broke it down to riffs. So then we started taking riffs then and kind of birthed the songs right there in the studio. It wasn't like our normal routine, which kind of takes you out of your comfort zone but also when you get out of your comfort zone, I know for us, you kind of like learn new things which actually help you progress and become better writers and better musicians and also quick on the fly.
0: <laughs> and I tell you what, the, the first lead single, first off, hats off for getting inside the top 30 on Billboard with Done My Best. That's difficult in and of itself for an independent, but I just, I love this track and you can kind Of you know, put your own theme into your head and of what the song is about, but I, I just I love the power behind that song, I, I love how it just comes out and rocks, it's just fantastic. Tell me your take on the song.
1: Um, Done My Best was the uh, it, honestly, it wasn't my first choice for a single. Um, Sam and I actually both agreed on what we wanted, um, but we kind of got outvoted, which kind of made sense, and we didn't disagree because you know, Done My Best is a really good start-off song for this album. But the song, for me, um, since being the writer, the lyric writer, melee writer on this one, I um, I kind of, I don't know if you've ever done this before, and maybe a lot of people haven't, but I noticed I've done it before and this is where the song basically came from for me. It's take the idea of you are driving down the road and some knucklehead cuts you off. Well, you start freaking out cussing at the guy or whatever you do, rogue rage, just a little bit. And, um, but then like an hour later or so you do the same thing to someone else. Maybe you didn't realize it. It's kind of that whole degree of what can I do to change myself to be a better person? You know, did I really do my best today or did I just freely judge someone and not realize well, damn! I've done that before too. So that's kind of where the song really grew from. That was the whole idea behind it.
0: We are talking with Speed lead singer and also guitar player from Silver Tongue. Pleasure to talk with you, and I hope we can maybe uh, do this again, maybe another week or so. Want to, you know, kind of check back in with you for the next few weeks Absolutely. and. And find out more about the band because I, I love it. I you guys are such uh, nice people. When I met you a few uh, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and love to find out more about you. And I know people who are interested in who have maybe heard this track or maybe kind of uh, have heard Silver Tongue. They they need to go check you out. Where can they do that? Where can they purchase some of your stuff now?
1: The easiest way to get a hold of us is www.silvertongue.com, and that's silver. T-U-N-G Speed, thank you so much and we'll talk to you probably next week Spence, thank you so much, man this has been an
0: awesome time